Greetings and welcome to Uncorked in Conversation. Hey, ladies. Hello, hello. 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 <laughs> it's your girl, Elle. I am here with Sarita, Paulette, and April. As y'all know, it's wine o'clock. It's time to get busy on the show. Yeah, hey, We're so excited. Yeah. 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 It is now June. Happy Pride Month. We are celebrating love is love, celebrating pride all month long. Um, Hampton Roads has quite a few uh, pride events going on in all of the cities as well. I'm sure other cities have things going on as well. If you have an event that you would like us to share um, that that uh, focuses on pride and you'd like us to share that on our show or share that on our pages, please do let us know. We're going to talk a little bit about the Monique and D.L. Hughley beef for those who may not have heard about that. No one slapped mm-hmm. anyone this time, at least not with their hands, maybe with the words. <laughs> right. <laughs> love it. Love right. it. Hi there, friends. It's your girl, Elle, and I'm here to give you the tea on Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose, including sports, science, Bitcoin, and you can even keep up with the Kardashians. They have digital radio and guess what? Podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries, including yours truly, Uncorked in Conversation. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in our description. Use promo code UNCORKED and receive a one-month free premium subscription. Download Newsly now. You'll be glad you did. After we unpack that beef there, then we're going to talk a little bit. We have some fun things we want to get into. Want to do a little bit of a what would you do? Got some scenarios for you. Before we talk about anything, let's talk about the Bahamas. Yes. (laughs) That crew, you know what, guys? We were having so much doggone fun, we forgot to go live. (laughs) We forgot to go live. How are you going to forget the most important thing to about no, right? <laughs> no. And look, we, we had a whole... On the next one, y'all. We got to do better on the next one. We did. And we had a whole <laughs> island. Where did we go? It was Freeport. Uh, and the beach, the beach that we went to had free yeah. Wi-Fi. Exactly. So we had <laughs> absolutely yeah. no yeah. excuse. Yeah. Half okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We had no excuse not to go lie. No excuse. Mm-hmm. No excuse. Sorry. Oh, I'm I was sorry, thinking about y'all. it. I was trying to use up all my data. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atlantis was nice. I wish we could have seen a little bit oh. more, but it was raining so bad. Remember yeah. that day? First, the first port we yeah. went to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When we first got there, it was fine. Then it just, the, bucket just broke <laughs> sure did yeah i want to know what the rest of the people do when they got the boat did they come back on the boat i mean it was raining so bad 
I mean, well, you know, they say garbage. You couldn't really go out and see and explore everything they had because it was just plain. It was just pouring like cats and dogs. Yeah, it was. Great yeah, thing right, was right. That it didn't. Um, it really didn't put a damper on our day. We couldn't go to the beach, of course, but it was still such a fun day. We ate at yeah. Point Restaurant, yeah. Mackenzie's. Is, is that yeah. what it was? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good. Oh, you remember? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really nice. Uh, our first port, which was um, Nassau, mm-hmm. it was amazing that we took the, um, we all jumped in the cab and we did the tour of the whole island while it was raining cats and dogs. That was very interesting to learn the history and how the how the culture is the re- and the real you know Bahamas where they live and not just the yeah. resort pretty part and the beaches yeah, yeah. but where the real folks live. That was the eye awakening experience yeah. too. But then yeah. we went to Atlantis, like uh, Paulette said. That's that hotel is <laughs> casino hotel, yeah. uh, mall, yeah. all in all of that. Nice. Really? Well, that first one that he drove around to was nice too. That new one that they had. Yeah, I forgot the name of it, but that it was a new one because I remember him saying that they brought over um, like a, a bunch of Chinese to build the place. Right. And you know, of right. course, record time is what they do. I wanted to go to that first one, that real pretty one, um, but then everyone in the in the taxi most people in the taxi were like no let's go to atlanta so i was like okay i'm gonna just do what everybody wants to do that's because <laughs> of, and then the other half was sleep well that's true <laughs> yeah one out of four on this podcast was sleep we ain't gonna say no names you can say no names but it rhymes with peter <laughs> <laughs> I was oh you talking about on the van. Yeah, on the tech in the taxi. I was asleep because uh, for one, this is what gets me tired. Two things. I'm just like a baby. Rain, riding in the car. Sleep. Uh, <laughs> it's soothing and calming. Two things. <laughs> if you want to get your baby to sleep, you put it in the car. And ride around the block. <laughs> right. If you want to get your baby to sleep, and you just play rain music. Yep. <laughs> so, and not gonna yeah, lie, I dozed off a couple of times. I'm not even gonna lie. Okay, I, I ain't gonna let you. See, I ain't gonna let you go out like that, Rita Peter. <laughs> you, you dozed off. I too? was not the only oh, yeah. one with sleep though. Right. Nobody could uh, see me because I had that. I had that big hat on, so I was like, <laughs> not that. Well, well, my my daughter was right next to me sleeping on my shoulder. She sure was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but I enjoyed the tour of Nassau. Uh, I, I really did enjoyed too. it. Uh-huh. I did too. No, I did too. And so did the second... guy, um, that driver, he was giving y'all history lessons. He did. He was good. History and cultural, culture lessons. Yeah. Um, and you remember the island is only 21 miles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wow. not long. <laughs> that's not big at all. Right. Yeah. Maybe you want to buy one. That's a local. Make you want to buy one. Maybe want to buy an island. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. So the second yeah. port we pulled into was um, Half Moon, Half Moon Cay. Cay. That was interesting too because you had to take a water show, uh, water yeah. taxi. Shelter. Yeah. yeah. Shuttle. Yeah. Shuttle. 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 Yeah. Shuttle. I was going to say shutter. Shuttle. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. 
yeah. um, to get to the island, which is yeah. the island is it's affiliated only to uh, Carnival and um, Norwegian. They're owned by the same company. So yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoy having you. That's where I had my acting debut, my Bahamas <laughs> acting debut. <laughs> True. True. She did. Let's see, mm-hmm. out of how many of like 20 contestants? Yes. Uh, 20 contestants. And you, describe what you had to do, Linda. Okay, so it was so funny because we're all in the water and enjoying it. And my mom was like, Linda, they're calling for me. I couldn't hear what she said. And I was like, huh? And she was like, they're calling for anybody with acting skills. I was like, oh, what? My big break. So I go <laughs> to find out wherever the man was with the microphone and what they needed. They didn't even say what they wanted. They just said anybody with acting skills. So I went over there. And what they wanted us to do was they used this life jacket to be um, the person, the victim, the person that was um, needing to be saved from the water. And so they threw the life jacket into the water and you had to, um, utilizing your acting skills, act like a lifeguard. And oh rescue. my goodness. <laughs> and you were just so, you, did, you was on point with that, Linda. Oh my Over God. The she top. was really into that's, yes. that's, thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, she did so good. She was the top three. Yeah, third exactly. runner up. So well. Yes, so well. because the runner, the the person who was in second place was a little girl, and of course, you know, and I'm not giving an excuse. I mean, I love. I'm happy to have been third place, and the little girl was good. She was probably about what ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I think all her family was nearby. Where yes. And you could really hear the yells. But no, yeah. no matter. She was yeah. great. I enjoyed I clapped yeah. But the one who won, honey, I can't I think her name was Beth. She's from Virginia. She t- turned them back. She was an acrobat. And acrobat Virginia Beach. Yes. Yes. She's, oh. trying to, she's trying to steal that moment. She, she did. That flip. She did. <laughs> you can't beat a flip. I was honored to come in third place. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, I was glad I didn't, uh, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't um, be shy and not do it. You know what I'm saying? I can't call myself yeah. a creative and a performer if I'm not going to be able to do it. So I had to. So. Oh, you had to. Oh, you I had, had to. to. And plus my manager was there, Paulette. Oh, yeah. She would have, um, <laughs> she would have been highly upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> um, yeah. So anyone who wants to see a snippet of Linda's performance, we have a video on our Uncork and Wind Down page. Yes. Um, it gives us a, col- a collective of all the some of the things that we, as a group, participated in, and you will see Linda at her finest. To show her what she did at Half Moon K to win third place. Yes. <laughs> My Bahamas <I>, performance. <laughs> it was a lot Bella. of fun. It was a lot of fun. That was fun. And, and the last place we went to, the last port was Freeport. Freeport. Oh, man. I wish we had more time there. Yes. Yes. I wish we had more time there because I enjoyed the banana boat and I wanted to try the. Um, the uh the paddleboard but i felt like we didn't have enough time 
you know, was that was my way of checking it out. So I did my own. Animal. I was on the um, I was on there doing my own thing though. April got me up there doing the oh, yeah. category, like I was. Surfing. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah, that's yeah, right. It, that's right. And if you want to see Paulette do the do the paddleboard, um, surfboard, please watch our video and you yeah. will see her. <laughs> yes, on the sand. Yeah. Yeah. On the banana She's, boat. Yeah, on the banana on boat. The banana. Well. She actually sitting on the You know what? <laughs> and, and I almost took it down the banana boat. <laughs> she, she, okay, we having a moment with the banana boat. Yeah, Hold she up. sure is. <laughs> <laughs> she being nasty. She on the banana boat too. I was on the banana boat. Yeah, and both was on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Linda held on, and she was glad she did it. I'm so proud of her. She took some risk out there. She just, she tackled her own fear with the water. Even when you got into the little floaty thing at Half Moon K. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was another, th- I'm glad y'all didn't mention the other thing in Half Moon K. I, I but anyway, to back to Freeport. Back <laughs> to Freeport. So we in Freeport, up. they had so many things to do at the beach in Freeport that I wish we had more time at Freeport. Yeah. Oh well, well, yeah, I was on a on the banana boat thing, whatever. Oh yeah, me and Candy had an absolutely wonderful time on that jet ski. Too bad we didn't get no video of us. I know we got pictures. You can't see <laughs> who's who, but we had a right. wonderful time. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love them. We I have, have the need for the scene. You guys are you guys are so brave. I've always wanted to jet ski, but now that I see it, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> Oh, like, look at you know, I mean, unless my inspiration no. is to make me do it. Look, look, look. I don't see why you no. can't. It's, it was fun. It's just no. like riding a bike. Yeah, it's like the banana boat. Exactly. You're, you're in control of how fast you go. Yeah, I guess that's what's scary to me. So I'm going to have to conquer that fear one day. Yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah. Riding a bike. <laughs> I guess I saw. Once I saw Serena and Kayla out there, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't say that. You did the banana boat. You could do it. Okay. All right. Next group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as we stated, <clears throat> you can see our videos up on our social media. For those who don't know where to find us on social media, we are on Facebook, Uncorked in Conversation podcast page. You can also join our public Facebook group, Wind Down with Uncorked, to have uh, to experience relative, exclusive, uh, relatable, and exclusive content. I'm not talking about relative. <laughs> well, some of us are relatives. Um, <laughs> also on Instagram, you can follow us at Uncorked and Convo. On Twitter, at Uncorked in. On LinkedIn, Uncorked in Conversation Podcast. And on TikTok, at Uncorked in Conversation Podcast. Give us a follow, like, share, comment, engage with us. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your feedback on our shows. 
keep in mind you can find us on all major podcast platforms if you have not heard all of our episodes we've got quite a few we have an entire season one so go all the way back to the beginning and just have a whole binge party and listen to our our episodes leading all the way up to where we are now in season two and again let us know what you think about our episodes all right. All right. Now, Sarita, I know you have a special announcement you want to make. You want to share with us your good news? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I finally got um, got a chance to have another publication from this magazine called Unique Blend Magazine. Um, based mm-hmm. out of New York, um, it's a real good um, young um, lady that I have met when I was in New York about maybe about eight years ago when I first met her when she did her fashion show. But now she's still doing fashion shows, but she has moved up. She upgraded to having her magazine for all the shows that she has done in fashion. She's a, a fashion show extraordinaire. So she have um did this thing for me um from April twenty second June. So we're still in June. We got yeah. one month. So this month is me. I'm in it, and I'm so proud of my accomplishment because um I love what I do, and it's pretty much one of the spot. What's the name of, of it again, Rita? Oh, it's called what? Unique. Unique blend. blend. Okay. Magazine. Okay. Unique blend. You can find her on Facebook. Unique Bling Magazine. Her name okay. is Adrian Williams, and but you also find her on um, um, Instagram as well, and on top of you know um, TikTok. So uh, I'm just so proud of my work. I think this may be even my eighth publication so far. That is oh, awesome. wow. Yeah. Okay. The pictures are um, on my website, um, not my website, my Facebook account for Sarita Series okay. Plus Models. Then you have Instagram. It's Sarita underscore a series underscore model. So you can see both pictures are on there as well. Oh, okay. I, also, I forgot my model page. I have three. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe how many accounts I have. I have a, another account. <laughs> Sarita series model. You still will find that on Facebook, too. So I have two okay. accounts. That's enough. So okay. just you guys know, thank you so much for your I love, your support. I love you. I love everything that y'all pushed me to do some things that I'm too scared to do. But, you know, I just love your support. Thank you so much, so much, so much. You're, <laughs> You're welcome. Of you. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, congratulations to you. That's yes. a nice yeah. big accomplishment. <laughs> yes. Now, yeah. what I like to do also, um, because people, I assume, can get a copy of the issue that you're in. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I will take. Okay. Um, I'll I'll place a link in the product in in the product description. Where am I working at? Uh, are you talking about I, there's a MedCloud link? Yeah, to uh, yeah, purchase I'll place, the. I'll place right. the link okay. in the episode description so that people can get their own copy of the magazine and and see okay. your and see your your beauty. We are so proud of you, sis. Yes, Ooh. we are. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I just love what I do. I do also want to share that I am performing at the Family Fun Experience Theater on 16th Street in Virginia Beach. I will be, it's a sketch, a sketch uh, comedy improv troupe. Uh, so I'm, I'm 
uh, working my sketch comedy and improv skills, and they're getting better and better. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I play pirate. <laughs> I play a pirate named Fanny LaPlume. So more to come about her. Now, what's going on with that? Just so that you know, although we're in rehearsals, I'm working hard on establishing my character. So, so far, Fanny LaPlume is a pirate who says that she's from France, but there's mm -hmm. some question about that. She's more than likely from Nolens, right? But, <laughs> she <laughs> but she says she's from France. Any ideas that any of our listeners or that you ladies may have for how I can add to my character breakdown, I would love it. Whether I get to use it or not, I'm gonna to try to use everything people give me to create my character. But whether I'm able to use it or not, if you share it with me, I will pay for your admission to one show at the FFX Theater. And you will be able to come watch me and the rest of the comedy troupe perform. So anything that you can add, the reason I'm asking this, I just wanna be completely transparent. As much of a creative as I am when it comes to acting, I'm so terrible at like the character analysis stuff. Like, I feel like if I wasn't asked to create this character analysis, I would probably be like, oh, it's this, it's this, it's she's this. And, but because I'm thinking about it, it's like, ugh. Yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> just go ahead and ask for help as I need it. That's what I have so far about Fanny. Uh, thank, a big thank you to Sarah and Paul who gave me the name, <laughs> Fanny, sure. I love it. And uh, yeah, so more to come on that. I'll keep sharing. Please um, share with us. You can contact me, inbox me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or where, where or the like, um, and share any ideas that you have about uh, how we can bring Fanny LaPlume to life. <laughs> Yeah, okay. you have to work on that Nolan's accent. That Nolan's yeah. accent. Yeah, work on that Nolan's accent. Yeah. You know, and That's then every me. now and then you gotta mention something about, you know, Nolans, you know. Yeah. You know, Canal Street, you know, or something, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna tie that into my pirate yeah. wants somehow. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that knowledge, oh, that knowledge uh, 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 voice, I think, really confused people. Like, wait, huh? <laughs> she was like, I she's supposed to be French, though. Right. Yeah. She she's like, she's telling people she's from French, but the knowledge is coming out. Right. So that right. she got she got that Creole. There right. you go. So you got to talk Creole. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creole. There you go. Yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, that's too Interesting. Cute. Interesting. That's, okay. that's too cute. I like that. <laughs> Lots I like that. Fun. Lots of fun. Well, cool. Y'all heard about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp verdict today? Oh, yes. Yes. And I know we I haven't been keeping up with it. <laughs> well, they, they had the verdict today and technically Johnny won. So right. he was awarded $15 million against her. And she was awarded $2 million against him. Now, I don't know all the details of what meant what. I just know the dollar breakdown. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I think. Break, so she owed him $13 million now? Right. Okay. Two. Okay. Um, well, yeah. From what I, I understand. I guess, I think that's fair. <laughs> from what I understand, like you said, um, the jury sided with Johnny Depp. And I think the only reason. This is just my opinion. The only reason why they sided with her is because they want, because she, 
her his people said that her claims was a hoax that her domestic violence was a hoax and i think the jury is like well we don't want to put that narrative out there that we don't want to believe if she is a victim we don't oh. want that to be out there so we're going to award her that that was it it wasn't as though she won anything she just they just said that we're going to award you this money because we're saying that what you're saying is not a hoax and that's my opinion Gotcha. And okay. that's probably how he probably really did do it some few times, probably. And then they just wanted to just look at it like he didn't do it at all. He probably did. But that's so y'all think he did? I don't think he you don't did. Think so? I don't think he did at all. I don't think he did. Because no, she's very uh, manipulative. I, there, and, she, and she never answers a question. Like, I, I, man, my daughter and I talk about this all the time. The one thing that really irks me, I mean, as many things as I've seen quite a bit of it. But the one thing that irks me is pledge and donation is not synonymous. It's not. Right. Pledge means you're going to do something. Donate means you have. So they're not the same mm -hmm. thing. So how are you going to sit up there and tell a jury? Yes, I did. I, I well, she came up. I pledged. I pledged. Pledge is not donating it. And yeah. then she wants to always add stuff on because I was being sued. But then the lawyer came back, Johnny Depp's lawyer came back and said, however, you've had the money for 13 months before you were even sued. That's yeah. more than enough time for you to, uh, to give the money to who you say you were going to give the money because you didn't want anything. Obviously, you did. Something right. else I learned today, which I did not know, which... I heard her say that she has a child now. Mind you, the child is only a year. Mm. Okay, no, mm -hmm. let me finish, let me finish. Mm. Of course, it's not Johnny's. Mm. Right, it's not Johnny's. Whoa, she actually had a surrogate. She had what? a surrogate <laughs> and a donator sperm. And I'm not saying that's crazy or anything, just for her, I'm saying it's crazy. Not for any woman that wants a child. This but for crazy. her, with all the lies that she's told, I don't believe nothing this woman said. A man is going to hit you in the face with all of these big, gigantic rings on his face, and you have basically no marks on your face? That's not possible. If a man is going to hit you in the face and he got rings on all his face, and Johnny wears these big, gothic rings, mm -hmm. and if he hits you in the face yeah. so many times, when the cops get there, you will have blood everywhere, honey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bruises, at least that, you know. I don't believe yeah. one that, that liar. I don't believe nothing. That yeah, liar, I, was, I don't believe still gave her, and that, They still was lenient on her because they gave her some money. They ain't really had to give her no money. I don't think they had either because, but see, I, I would have to know because I don't, have you guys ever been on a, on a trial before? No. No, no, I, I, I have, I've always been asked to, but I never got on the freaking trial. They always dismiss it. Man, I've done city and federal. And when they release you after the closing arguments, when they release you, they give you instructions. Right. They mm -hmm. actually give you written mm -hmm. instructions. If mm -hmm. if you see this, 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 this way, then you should be pleading this way. This, this, they right. give you specific instructions. I would have to see the instructions to even know why they gave her any money because I still don't understand why they gave her anything. I understand yeah. what you're saying, April, and that makes sense. I still. And then there was only seven people on the jury and most of them were men. Oh. 
Wow. Wow. Interesting. And I just want to highlight what you said about the donation and the plea. The donation was the $7 million um, divorce settlement. Mm -hmm. She promised to, I'm sorry, she pledged that money to charity. (laughs) And so it popped. Two charity. It was supposed yeah. to be split between two charities. Right. Oh. And she, as Paulette said, she held on to that money for 13 months. 13 months. Because she said she didn't want anything. She didn't want anything. No money from Johnny Depp at all. Just go ahead and just pledge it to charity. That's what she said. She held on it for 13 months. So now this lawsuit come about. He's saying that, hey, because of what you did, this article that you wrote, my career has, has halted. You know, so you took my livelihood away from me. So now he's suing her for defamation. Now, all of a sudden now, oh, yeah, I pledged $7 million. I pledged $7 million, but you never donated. You never gave one red cent. And that's the issue that Paula is, 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 is saying. But did you know that uh, El- she dated Elon Musk? Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't he, know if it's really dated, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but he gave $500,000, $250,000 to each one of those charities on her behalf. So yep. she still did not give any money, any of that divorce exactly. settlement she, money to those she used somebody She got other people to do it. put her name on it. Exactly. That's all they did. And let That's me all tell you, she did. All they did twice. Twice they did that. She didn't get no money out of her pocket. She ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, her divorce, her attorney, you know, what, one thing I really like about Johnny is that he's weird. Yeah, so give it. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of weird people. However, he has a big Mm -hmm. heart. He tries to help a lot of people. But I can tell you one thing. Everything they asked him about, he did not deny it. So do you drink a lot? Yes, I do. Do you take this drug? Yep, sure have. Do you take this one? Yep, sure have. Were you drunk here? Yep, sure was. He wrote this letter, honey. Kayla showed it to me today. I mean, he ripped her from her toenails to the last string of her hair. You hear me? I'm going to find that and I got to post it to y'all. I mean, he had all kinds, of, and he's got this funny name for Elon Musk that because he don't call him by his, I'm he call him something else. And let me tell you, everything he said in that, and then he, the, the her, her um, attorney read it word for word. He's sitting there, he's looking, at, and he says, uh, "Did I read that right?" He said, "Yep." Mm-hmm. So you said these things. Oh! Yep. Sure did. He's honest. Yep. Right. He's honest with himself. So like he, oh, he, he was just like, he don't care. <laughs> no, it wasn't that he didn't care. He was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He was he telling the, the truth. truth. But I mean, yeah. he just putting it all out there. He's he going to ask me. I'm going to tell you the truth. Whether yeah. you, you know, I'm going to answer the question. Like it, was her or not. Yeah. it was her lawyer. So she, he was just saying, yes, that was me. I, yep, I, I said that. That's my words. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what I appreciate about Johnny Depp mm-hmm. and and my major problem with Amber Heard, her not being able to answer, or her, her not, her choosing not to answer anything directly, it just shows that deceitfulness that she has. She she demonstrates narcissistic behaviors. She just is not a good chick, and she made it very hard for me to believe anything. 
somebody who's a narcissist is going to twist everything they can to meet their own narrative. And she obviously operates from an, an alternate reality. It's not the same reality that we operate from because mm -hmm. pledge and donation are definitely not the same thing. So, yeah, and she even, I think she said at one point in her mind, it's the same thing. And I'm like, what she said, here? she what says, I use them. I use them synonymously. Yeah. I said, don't you mean anonymous? Because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's what she meant. I use them anonymously. I didn't donate. I mean, because what yeah. in the world? Just use the whole wrong word. I mean, heck, you wow. already lying. Yeah. I saw a post yeah. today where someone, I, I guess, who um, sides with Amber, which I found interesting because I haven't seen a lot of people side with Amber. But the person said, well, Johnny Depp is still a wife beater or a woman beater. I just don't think that he is. Why do you not? No. Mm -mm. no. Why do people and see, do that? The never proved it. That person is show the proof. Right. Show the just, proof. She never proved, proved never it proved at it. all. Not I mean, one. Which only supports that he didn't beat her. But just for someone to continue to say he's a woman beater. So who else did he beat? Who did he beat? And where are the receipts? Because, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Elon Musk, they was, he was, she was having an affair with him at the time that she was married to Johnny Depp. Along with the you know, guy from uh, Spider-Man, too. Yeah. They were in the, um, they were in the, um, the same day she filed for the restraining order. She invited him over that night and man, Johnny Depp's lawyers ate that up. Cause she was like, mm -hmm. um, so you felt it was, it was comfortable enough to go ahead and invite him over the same day that you filed the restraining order. I, I don't remember if that was the same day or not. She says, okay, let's refresh your memory and brought up the video uh -huh. from when they were in the elevator it was the same exact day. And she <laughs> still tried to deny it. Oh my goodness. It's right there in your face. This is the day you filed the restraining order. This is the same day that old boy that night was in the elevator with you. And she still said, I, I don't recall if it was she the same busted. day. She busted. Yeah. And she just couldn't yeah. say, okay, you got me. No, she couldn't. <laughs> now, one time. Not one time. Wow. Yep. Wow. Ladies, what about this Monique and DL Hughley beef? Did y'all hear about that? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and start off on that one because mine is real clear and simple. Give us, you want to give us the background of everything in case people haven't heard yet. I don't because I don't okay. like her anymore. No, I'm just joking. I, I was gonna say, I knew it. <laughs> go ahead and give us the background, Paulette. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, I'm if there's if people must be under a rock if they don't know about Monique's mouth. Okay. I mean, we already know who she has it out for. And I think we have mentioned this before, maybe just in talking. I don't know if we've done a podcast. You know, she's just at it again. The same thing. It's really parallel to what she was doing with Netflix. The parallel she was doing with Lee Daniels, Oprah, everybody. She's just bad-mouthing everybody. And I'm not saying that some of the stuff she's saying is not facts to it. I just don't like the way that she does it. There's a different way of doing my philosophy. And I know it's not hers. It's not everybody else's. But my thing is, I, I guess I like to if I'm going to do something and I'm going to figure out how to change something, I need to figure out how it works first 
So you get inside of it. You learn how it works. And then you bring yourself out and then you start changing things that way. That's the way I feel you should do things. But she's just going at it at the, the Baltimore raw, raw, raw. I am who I am. I'm a black woman. Use this. Girl, it don't work. Have you not seen? It's not working, boo. So basically, in Detroit, <sighs> comedy show. She was going on before, before D.L. Hughley. I learned today in listening to the whole thing that, you know, she went on late intentionally to start this fire. And the fire was she was blaming D.L. Hughley for some contract mishap. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. D.L. Hughley didn't write the contract. Right. Okay. You got production that writes that. You have your manager that's supposed to look over that and make sure that it's right. You don't just go off and just and just blame, you know, the other star, you know. But basically, she came out. Hopefully, everybody has seen some part of the video, but I'm sure if you haven't, you can find it on, you know, all kinds of social media sites out there. She goes on her rant for 10 minutes about D.L. Hughley. Talk about Steve Harvey. She talks about D.L. Hughley's uh, sexuality. Talks about his wife. Well, wait a minute. I don't recall her saying anything about the wife. Sorry. She said, I feel sorry for his wife. So That's she did bring the wife into it. She yeah. said it yeah. in that she way. Said, there you go. What about his sexuality? Yeah. And the, and the dog, mm-hmm. you know, which is just a support dog. I mean, a lot of people have that. She just, she went down dirty, nasty with it. And mm-hmm. if I was there, I would have got up and walked out. Mm-hmm. I would have right. walked out. Mm-hmm. That's the first tip. Why I'm do we need to know about that stuff that happens wife. behind stage? We don't need to know about that. She wants to know. Uh, she wants everybody to know about. She's playing the victim, bitch. Uh, I said it, damn it. She's playing the victim, bitch. Not a family <laughs> show. A victim, bitch. She's playing the victim, bitch. That's what she's playing. The victim, bitch. The victim, bitch. That's what she is playing. Hold on. Because everybody's done her wrong. So she thinks by doing her rah-rah, her with her let me stop right there. Husband, because I was going to say something else, but I'm going to stop right there. Speaking of they sexuality. Victim stuff that, and they think playing that victim is going to get them what they want. I'm not going to say you ain't going to get something, but you're not going to get everything you want. And I'm 110,000% behind D.L. Hughley. He came out on his radio show. Please, if yeah. you have not seen it, see it, because he says it in detail. The man is so articulate. I love it. Mm-hmm. He was so nice, nasty. And how he brought it from the Rudy to the two. He did. And essentially, their beef was all about who was going to be the headliner. Is that right? Apparently, yes. it, okay. Yes. She uh, she said she said that she had been uh, uh, promised that she was going to be the headliner according to the schedule and the contract. I guess that's what it was that she posted. That was true. And then at some point. From what I understand, D.L. Hughley, who had also apparently been told he was the headliner, said he was not going to perform if he wasn't the headliner. Um, and that's where the big beef came up. And uh, for me, you know, words are just words. Actions speak much louder than words. Whoever was in charge made a decision and made him the headliner. So that says something to me right there. Okay, 
<laughs> I don't know what was promised. I don't know. I don't know who's right or wrong. He may have been promised. She may have been promised. They may have both been promised. Who knows? But when it came down to it, the powers that be made him the headliner. She did not like it. And right or wrong, whether it was done fairly to her or unfairly to her, I felt like her reaction did not serve her well. That's the nicest way I can say that. Right, right. Uh, no. Her coming out and talking to the audience who paid to hear jokes and going on an ugly rant. It was an ugly rant. It was unkind. You know, it was really, really unkind. I just don't think that's how you handle things. And a lot of people were like, there's a time and a place. That was, a, I would have been okay with her handling it there. Just not that way. She could have been a lot more creative. You're a comedian. You know, use your art. Do you know what? I, I give it what you just saying, but Monique ain't that type. Monique is the type like me. She she don't give a fuck. <laughs> but she's gonna say whatever she say. If she's gonna call out when something is not right, she's gonna call it out. Whether she's wrong or whether she's right. And she may but feel like that. Monique, sir. how does she do things? Wait, what was you saying? She may feel like that serves her. But my um observation of it. It just, I don't think it served her well. And mm -hmm. even though she may be that tight, how's that working out for her? Right. I feel, I mean, because she's, she's just going to come call out anything. She's been calling out people left and right ever since she got in show business. And if somebody right in her eyes, or maybe she's just one of them spoiled bitches that she's entitled to whatever she thinks that she's entitled to because she paid her dues. Victim she's she felt she's entitled. Victim bitch. I like that Paulette. I like that Paulette. Victim bitch. She done coined a new term. I know, right? <laughs> I'm all for her standing up for herself because there, there are a lot of, there's some arguments, you know, where people are saying, oh, people get mad every time a black woman wants to stand up for herself. Not at all. Again, I say that could have been the time and place to address it. And I probably would in my nice, nasty way, but there's a way to do it. And it just was not a good look. And well, I, didn't yeah, I agree. But she don't think that way, though. See, but she, no. she just come up, you know, like she, you said, she, she Linda, Linda, like you said earlier. She just come out with it. She don't even think the way to have to stop. Right. It. It's just like she just get mad, the angry black woman. I thought that's what we were trying to change. She just come out the angry black woman. Now, like what you were saying in the back, we don't know who did what. Like you said, they both could have been promised that. And then the promoter changed something because it's all about the dollar. Who's going to bring right, the most dollar part, in? That you know what I'm saying? Right, and right. if D.L. Hughley, which he said, if you look at the ticket stub, his name was on there first. So that means he's the headliner. So the promoter thought that he was going to make the most money, so he was going to be the headliner. So somebody told her something. And they probably said, D.L. Hughley said, and it could have been his people that actually told the promoter, but she's yeah. going to put it on him. But the, he has people to tell things. He said he has not seen her. He didn't talk to her before the performance. He didn't see her off the venue, in the venue, behind the venue. He ain't seen her at no given time. Because if they know each other, if that was the case, pick up the phone, knock mm. on the door. Hey, buddy, this is what's happening. But no, you got to go out there and put your foot 
in a black man's neck. Like we don't have enough of that. That's right. true too. So that's my thing was why does she calling him out but he ain't got nothing to do with it? The promoter said, hey, you're going to be a headliner, Monique. And she believes that she's going to be a headliner. But also on the same show, D.L. Hooley is an automatic headliner because he's been around for a long time. Both of them, to me, I think he's been out for longer than she has. He's been out for 32 years. He's been out for like 37, 38 years. Okay. But D.L. Hooley had multiple shows. It's a promoter's fault. It's a it, it could be for Mortifar. But let me just say this. From what I understand, it was D.L. Hughley's show. What makes you think that you're going to be the headliner on his show? That's, that's my what thing. Was that was a miscommunication there. Because that's what, that's she, what was she was told. Exactly. Right. But, but so what therefore, it's know? a contract. It's what? a contract misinformation. So right. you handle it through your lawyers. Right. You have and and I saw and I saw what DL Higley um said on his on his um uh, podcast. He had a very interesting point. He said you had the option to number one not perform. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to go on that stage. Nope. If you felt that kind of way, you did not have to go. There are many times there have been uh entertainers who don't go on for whatever reasons. Mm -hmm. How many concerts have you been to where somebody didn't show up? We don't yeah. know what yep. happened yep. behind yep. the scenes. This yep. could have been one of those things. Yeah. Us audience are not knowing who and who cares what happened. Mm -hmm. My thing is, I want if I was in the audience, I want a freaking refund. I would want a, ref a refund because <laughs> I got a, so much other stuff that's going on in my life. We just need shooting. There's real life situations that's going on. I pay money to go to a comedy show. I want to laugh. I want to be in a moment where I can be with my peoples and have a good time. Why bring me into your drama? I got my own drama. I got I got my own situation with my man or my woman at home going back and forth with them. Why are you pulling me into that? That's something that you should have handled behind the scenes with your attorney, with the promoters backstage. That's it. You didn't have to yeah. go on. Right, and you're supposed right. to be a professional. I got one word and three syllables. This was unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> unprofessional. Wait, wait, wait. Un one word, three syllables. Y'all stupid. Unprofessional. 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 That's four. Five. Unprofessional. Damn, it is. It's five. Put that glass down. Put that glass down. But my point is, she was very unprofessional. And Monique has the reputation of such. Uh, so. <laughs> go ahead, Rita. What you got to say? All girl? right. Go, go ahead, ahead, Rita. Rita. <laughs> it's your turn, Rita. <laughs> Lord have mercy. She cracking up at that unprofessional. She sure is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything else, y'all, on Monique and D.L. Hughley? I, we set a mouthful there, didn't you? You okay, Paulette? Paulette was eating. Nita made us come out of our character. Yes, yes. Because we're right, black women. That, yeah. We're black women. And yeah. being an angry black woman, and all those people that was there cheering, they should know better than that. 
Yeah. Come on now. People We've been like seeing drama. too much stuff that you're going to come there for negativity. People like drama. It's a shame. It's Did you realize that we are part of statistics of they stereotype black women as the black, bad black woman? Yeah. yeah. Every time we, something comes out of our mouth, it's always something negative, and we start off looking like we're mad about something. And I'm going to say this, because there's nothing wrong with anger, right? Yeah, it's okay for life. Angry. Yeah, but it's the way... The human emotion. Yeah, yes. but it's the way we mm -hmm. communicate that anger. It's the way we react to the situation that really creates what happens next. So mm -hmm. just because you're angry... Yeah, I, I had to practice this. It's back when I used to work in training. And this manager said something in a meeting and it irritated me. Oh, I know what he said. Let me... <laughs> Girl, he canceled my class. Something was going on in the business that day. So he was like, such and such class, we're just going to cancel it. We're just going to cancel it. I went, you know, a training specialist, you don't cancel nobody's class. We've been rehearsing, we've been practicing, I've designed the program, we are not, and you need it, and these supervisors and managers need this class. So I had to calm myself down, though, before I approached him. I didn't say anything in the meeting. But as soon as we got outside the meeting, I got him in the corner, and I said, I just want to let you know, I am emotional about this. <laughs> I told him I was angry. If we can do a better job of that, we don't have to come out being ugly, being unkind to somebody. It's okay to be angry, but let's do it in a healthy way. That's, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, she was vile. Yeah, I she, mean, was, she uh, was just nasty. She was. And she didn't and so, first. Somebody you know, gave her some information and she ran with it. And she, she hit did. below the belt. Regardless yes, of what happened, yes. she yes. hit below the belt. That's not she did. That wasn't yeah, right. Did. And it for someone right. to come off, no, she just got back in, right? Yeah. She just got back in. Right. And because a lot of people had basically um blacklisted black her as she was yeah. as she was black, black, black mosquito or something. But she's me. still been working. She even had a she's residency in Vegas. 50 Cent just picked her yeah. up. So she's she's okay. She did herself the greatest disservice though, because she made I feel yeah. like she made herself look bad. She looks bad in my eyes. Yes. You know, and then she trying to get the women to come on board with her. And I'm like, eh, you ain't representing me right now. You're representing yourself because I am not. Speak <laughs> your truth. Be unapologetic in it. But, you know, don't be disrespectful. Don't disrespect yourself. I feel like she disrespected herself. I think she disrespected. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I did like when you said D.L. Hughley has a way with words. He really does. And something that I wrote down, that he said she did. And I'm like, wow. He said, Monique weaponized Black femininity. I was like, yes. that's yes. it. I could not have said it any better Girl, myself. Said it so because she was saying, that's how they do the Black women, the comedy. And they did me this. She was doing that. And I'm like, um, I'm not with you on that. I'm yeah, not, the same thing what she did with Netflix. I wasn't with her on that either. Right. Nope. No. And I understand why she wanted. To, I understand her argument. Yes, I get it. I really do. Yes, but she's trying to get us to boycott Netflix. Uh, uh no, sister. And you know Watch what? With the show, with the DL Hughley show, her pay wasn't any different. The pay was no different. 
from whatever they said they were going to pay her was what they were going to pay her regardless, whether she was headliner or not headliner. Her pay never changed. So what's the big deal? It was just ego. Ego. It was just ego. Okay. That's it. Okay. 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 All right. Well, we done with her. Yeah. We done done. (laughs) It is time for the situationships of the housewives of the 757. Okay, so all right, okay. Look what you all got right. for us. Moving on. Um, you know, I take I I I I take some uh not credit, what am I trying to say? Uh joy in um really working on myself and mental health and all of that good stuff, you know, the past years. Um <clears throat> even with uh communication. Cause I know I was not very good at it, you know, and I understood, I, I look back in, in my past, my history, my family and all of that. And think about that when I'm speaking emotions, all that good stuff, but everything and everybody is a work in progress. Um, I'm really big. I really love, and I think April said the same thing. I really enjoy um, the reality shows that have, um, life coaches and therapists in them because even though there's some drama at least with those therapists and those um life coaches they're helping you work through it and see things that you haven't seen before Mm -hmm. so what i'm watching now and you know how you guys are you got to figure out which one it is i sent you guys something in um in our little chat it's talking about love languages okay love languages we're going to talk about that in just a minute the love languages but this is what i want you to pick picture i want you to picture this you're sitting in your you're sitting in front of your life coach okay you're sitting in front of your life life coach and your partner is with you you've been with your partner for about three years and things are getting boring you both agree on that and your life coach leans in and says you guys are really a nice looking couple. Are you attracted to each other? And then looks at the woman and says, are you attracted to him sexually? And she says, oh yes, by all means. And then he, she looks at him and says, are you attracted to her sexually? And he says, um, no. How would you respond? How would you react? I just saw that one. I know, I know exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it, so I already know. <laughs> I would react. So you go like, ahead and start with your reaction, then, April. Go ahead, April. I would be like devastated. I would be hurt. I would be surprised. I would be upset, and I would question it. Why in the heck we're together? Because I'm attracted to you. Why am I here? Why are we in this relationship? It doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I'll be upset. That will be my first. All of that will be my first initial reaction within three seconds. I experienced all that. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, well, my reaction, it, it, which is what it was sitting right here, would be that Homer Simpson gift 
Y'all know what I'm talking about? The one where he's backing into the bushes <laughs> and he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I believe that I would be devastated. Um, you know, and I always go academic, right? I go academic with everything. One of the things that, that would devastate me is just knowing that men are turned on by what they see. So initially I'm questioning, well, dang, what do I look like? And you're not sexually yeah. attracted to me. So, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, I would be floored. And then sexual attraction is big for me. That's a big deal. That's a big part. That's a big it. part of a relationship, period. Yeah, it really is. It's, so That's a connection between two people, spiritually and, then, and physically, emotionally, and, all that. And then I've got this ego thing. You know, when it comes to sexually, you know, so I'm just like, hold, you know, like, yes, this is impossible. Yeah, I'd, I'd be devastated. I'd cry and probably run screaming from the room. I'm doing a lot of running. Flight, flight, flight for 500. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Serena? Oh, shit. Then I forgot what the fuck is wrong? What, what the hell? You gonna go Monique on them? There's a miscommunication here. <laughs> it's a mis, mis, you know, miscommunication here. It's like, so how the fuck? Why are you with me? How long has been? You wasting my time. If I'm not, if you're not to me towards me, why are you in my life? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Because if I am, I want you to be too. <laughs> No, no, it was the, uh, it was on a reality show it, on couples counseling. Am I right? Uh, couples retreat. Retreat. Couple couples retreat. Okay. okay, retreat. Let me ask you another question. Do you guys um, what about giving him credit for being honest? Mm-hmm. He was honest yeah. a little late. No, <laughs> a little late. Yeah. <laughs> he, because when did this didn't just happen when the therapist asked him the question? I got a problem with that. She's never asked him. I don't care. If you're okay. not sexually attracted to me, She's you owe it to me to tell me that. Okay, but that's just it. How mm-hmm. many people do that's the problem with a lot of relationships. That's why they go to counselors. That's why they have life coaches because they can say things to the life coach that they can't say to the partner that they're with. Correct. So that's the only reason I said it. I mean, yes, I agree with you, Linda. You let it go this long and you could, like Sarita was saying, communication here. You're not communicating to me. Right. You know, however, at the same time, he's finally opening up and being transparent by telling the truth. He's got to he get some credit for that so they can move on. You move on together or apart. Right. It doesn't he matter if they're together or apart. Now, Sarita, yeah. to give you a little bit more background, he claims that because her job is social media, that she's always on her laptop. She's always, she goes to bed with the laptop doing work, wake up, she's still on the laptop, but that's her job. So he's saying that she's like, that she's not giving him quality time, time. but she feels like he's not asking for the quality time. Mm -hmm. Can I tell who that, who it is? Yes, go ahead. Do you guys know Claudia Jordan? 
Yeah. That's that's who's just yeah. now you know she has a um uh, uh a blog a podcast mm-hmm. with um Lisa Funky Deneva and yeah, Lisa Deneva. Yeah, and oh, she has two because the one I'm thinking of is the one with the two guys. The one right. is Star Jones, ex husband, and and right. uh, Funky Deneva. Mm-hmm. And oh, the other yeah. one is with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lisa Ray, Vivica Fox, Fox. and Celine, right. yeah. Selena, yeah. the singer. That's I've right. Seen, yeah, I've cocktails seen that. and heels. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. she's she has these two podcasts and yes, yeah, she's and she when they talk about hot topics and, and social media, she does what we do times 10. OK, right. so right. Okay. she's okay. definitely on her computer, on the Internet, on social media all the time because that's her job. That's her job. So I could see why he would say that he doesn't have the quality time, but like any relationship, if you have to request that, you have to say, hey, we need to spend some time together. And these are the days and the times that we're going to do it. So, but he's, and for what I understand that they work well together, but it seemed more like a friendship. So it's not like, they don't like each other. He likes her and they formed a habit of communicating in that way as a friendship. But as far as sexually, that's what's missing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 So So in saying that, that's why I sent you guys the little, um, the, the, in the chat, I sent you the little picture of the love languages because I keep hearing about love language, love language, love language, and I've never really looked into it. So as I was watching the show, um, they had a little game talking about love languages. And my daughter and I was funny. We were talking about it today and I was telling her, you know, what I feel like my love language is. And she was telling me about hers and we're, we're, we're almost the same, you know, however, in the, in the show playing the game, um, another couple, one guy didn't even want to do the game because he said that love languages is for people that are in love. <laughs> oh, boy. What? Oh, boy. But he's not in love with his, love his girl. He's not in love with his girl. Love language is Go ahead. Yes, go ahead, Linda. You still have a love language because a love language identifies what what. Um, type of person you how are. you express your way how you, you express love and how love. you like for love to be mm-hmm. expressed to you Correct. so it doesn't matter if you're in love mm-hmm. or not you have a right. love right. I mean mine right. is nachos and margaritas and this dude is actually from Baltimore so he's probably related to Monique so anyway that. Um, <laughs> oh she says he's probably related to Monique you missed that you missed my love language <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some people a little bit delayed. <laughs> In closing, I want you guys language. to take a look at the screen print and tell me what your love language is. I already know mine because you, you know, to be honest with you, that's one of the things that I teach in my premarital counseling class. Wonderful. So I know what my love language is. My love language is <laughs> affirmation. It's which one? Affirmation. That's your first. Do you have a second? No. And and here's the thing. 
what I'll explain that later. No, I don't have a second. Okay. That, that's my that's my love. That's my primary love language. And I know a lot of people like to do primary and secondary. Um and I explain that and look, you really have one at a time. Yeah. But that's just me as a counseling counselor speaking. Yeah. So I'm just going to say my primary love language is affirmation. But give them the five, though, so our okay. audience will know what they are. Okay. The five love languages are acts of service, cleaning, organization, meal making, helping, you know, doing things around the house, that type of thing. Physical touch. Uh, mm, uh, <laughs> holding hands, soft blankets, massages, hygiene routine routine okay yeah <laughs> receiving gifts flower fresh flowers ordering takeout playlists you know concerts movies that type of stuff quality time taking trips making time for yourself meditation walks words of affirmation positive self-talk uh, uh, mm, compliments um gradual wait a minute I'm missing some active listening and what gratitude jar gratitude jar. Yeah. So you I put guess. stuff in a, the dollar or something in them. Um, I or think is it in the jar no, is it's just, pretty- it's just like words of gratification in a jar. Oh. You just pull them out each day. Or anytime you feel like, oh, okay. You I, I'd rather have the money in my belt, but that's okay. I, but, know that's um, right. <laughs> I will go back to, uh, for me, I my I would say my number one is acts of service. And I and I have number two for me is physical touch because with the acts of service, I'm automatically gonna go right into the physical touch. I can see you know, that. I can showing see my affection for for, for you doing something for act of service. I like that. Okay. Linda is Linda. Um, mine is quality time. That's that's the big one for me. Um, I suppose that a secondary secondary one for me would be words of affirmation. Heavy on the active listening. Okay. Oh, I am I, I am going to select a tertiary one as well. The third one for me would be receiving gifts if the gifts are margaritas and nachos. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> You know you love you some ma- margarita and nachos. Yes. 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 Matter of fact, I had some of that the other day, the day before yesterday. Yeah, I had guacamole today, so I'm all <laughs> All of y'all that are in right. my inbox and I leave you on red, buy me some margaritas and nachos. We'll talk. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I love <laughs> language. No, go ahead. Okay, Sarita, what's your love language? Uh, for me, um, um, active service and quality time. Active service and quality mm-hmm. time. Okay. This is good. I'm glad we did yeah, this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just give a tidbit about um, the five love language, which is by Dr. John Gottman. He is the one who um, came up with this concept. So the reason why I said primary and secondary um, affirmation, what happens is depends on what your love tank needs at the time. So Paulette, you said your love language was quality time and active service 
active service, service and physical touch. Active service and physical touch. Mm-hmm. They're not at the same time. Right. Because okay. what happens is, let's say your active service, that tank is full. So you're going to need to want that other love language. You're going to crave that until that gets fulfilled. And then that tank is filled up. And then okay. guess what? The other one gets a little bit depleted. And then therefore, you're going to want that love language. That's why I said, I only have one. I really just have one. But you can have more than one. Depends on what you're needing at that particular time. So that's good. Yeah, that's mine is clear. Uh, everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I said the acts of service and physical touch because with me, I'm I'm that person that if you do something good for me, then you know it may be a kiss on the cheek, you know, or it may be you know, I get you something that you like, or I look out for you or just a hug or embrace mm-hmm. or something like that, you know? So that's why I said those two, because the act of service is going to lead to some type of physical touch. Like, oh, I, I can't believe you did this for me. There's right. a hug, kiss, whatever it may be, you know? Right. So that's why yeah. I said that. So, yeah. So anyone who has, um, who know their love language is very important for you to know your partner's love language. Yes. And you communicate to them in their love language and not yours. Right. That's key. Yes. Yes. Totally. Un- totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have a tendency to, to treat people how we want how we want to treat them and we kind of discard on how they perceive things and how they want to be treated. So, um, you know, just remember that when we do, and it, it's not just about your, your spouse, it's any relationship, anyone that you want to communicate with, think about what they like and how, what makes them feel appreciative or how you can relate to them in the way that they understand and how they perceive things and not necessarily how you do it. That's a great point. Great um, advice. And I'm saying a whole lot of relationships right there. Free of charge. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And see, and that's, that's why I was saying, that's why I like the ones that the, I, mean, I watch other ones too, but I like the reality shows that talk about relationships and getting along with people and how you get along with them and different people. And I, I feel like if people watch those, they can see themselves in some of those, some of those things and hopefully get something out of it and not just the negative, mm-hmm. you know, look at both sides or look at how you fit in there or what it looks like. If it, if it is you, if it's a mirror of you, and how you want to change that, how you want to change talking to people, how you want to say what you really want from a relationship. You know, like in the other one that we watched with um, Put a Ring on It, uh, the, the guy, uh, Lonzo, just drives me nuts because he won't talk. He's just like, I don't want to put my business out there, but you're not doing anything to rectify your business. You're not making anybody feel comfortable, not even his ex. He, The way he just left her in the cold. You mm-hmm. Women... Like Steve Harvey did say that. I mean, like he does say some things right. Women do need closure. We need closure. Some men do too, but women really need closure. We really need closure. What is so sorry? What's so bad about saying, look, we didn't work out. I'm going to take care of my child. We're going to co-parent. But unfortunately, I I can't be with you anymore. Yes, it stings. It hurts. Oh, but guess what? You're not dead. And get over it. And get over it. 
Right. Everything hurts. Hurt Jeff. Every hurts. It, you get stung by a bee. It's gonna hurt right there. It's gonna, but it's gonna stop. Mm-hmm. It's gonna stop. You get over it because it will stop. Yeah. And he, and I have to say, it's taken me a while to understand that too, or to get that, or to to accept that, even for myself. You know. Yeah. Gross. Yep. Insightful, insightful. Thank you, Lady. Good, Paula. Love that. Thank you. <laughs> I try. And I want nice to say nuggets. I want to say this publicly. You're quite an effective moderator. So um, we might be tag teaming sometime. I quite enjoyed you, ma'am. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well, that's our show. We thank you guys for tuning in and you ladies for tuning in because we're not all guys, right? <laughs> thank you so much for hanging with us and keep in mind, as always, stay uncorked and wind down. Thank you for listening to Uncorked in Conversation. This podcast is co-hosted by Linda White April N. Brown, Paulette Irvy, and Sarita Boston. It is produced and edited by April N. Brown. The music is by Ben Sound.